In this season, I'll be reading from my mom's journal and adding explanations, stories, and memories of my own. It should reveal everything you ever wanted to know about the life of a single mother on an Indian reservation during a recession. December 27, 1982. I'm Mary Eloise Bell Anderson. I like to keep a diary just for my own use, and most nights I write in it. I have a girl, six years old, and I'm divorced. Paula is a quiet student type. She is missing her two front teeth. I pulled them on December 21st, 1982. I have a dog named Eli, a 150-pound Doberman, and a cat named Shay, 20-pound Golden Siamese. We live in a HUD house in Charlo, a small town in western Montana, USA, Earth. I'm a dull person and not overly... There's a word that I'm not sure about, maybe energetic. I'm, I've tried a lot of different things in my 31 years and just haven't had a hand dealt to me that was special. I pray to God for help sometimes. Sometimes he helps in ways I can see, and sometimes he does in ways I can't. This book is just a day-by-day record of thoughts. December 30th, 1982. Today I delivered a billfold and a hat band. I got $10 and a picture frame. I've been unemployed for over a year, so I trade for what I can. I also gave away some dried fruit leather. December 31st. Went visiting. Ray and Renee, Mom and Dad, Missy, Derek. I bought a pentagraph for $22. Paid the tribal credit $30. Got a walrus tusk cup with lid from Mom. I feel a little bit like I'm violating my mom's privacy by reading her, her diary for everyone in the world to hear. And for most people's diaries, I would say that's true. But I can tell by the way my mom wrote this that it was written for public consumption. There's nothing in it that she wouldn't have said in the grocery store. It's written so that there's nothing in it that could ever be used against her. She was careful with her diary. And I lost my mom last September, and we, we spread her physical ashes on the other side of the river, but there's a mourning that takes a lot more time than the act of just releasing ashes. And in reading my mom's thoughts and analyzing them and talking about them, this is my way of spreading her her soul's ashes, and I'll probably be spreading her ashes for the rest of my life. It's a way of mourning. She talked about where we lived, Charlotte, Mon- Western Montana, USA, Earth, and um, Charlotte is a very small town, less than a thousand people, and we lived in three There were three HUD houses that are low-income Native American houses on the edge of town, but it's mostly a Mormon white bread town, farming community. 
has two bars, two churches, one Catholic, one not. It has a gas station. Um, it's on an Indian reservation, the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Indian Reservation. My mom was a tribal member. Um, my dad was a Vietnam vet. He has um, PTSD and has a lot of things to struggle with. Um, but my mom and dad, after they divorced, were on friendly, friendly terms. Um, she mentions visiting uh, Ray and Renee, Ray, my dad and his second wife. My mom was very outgoing. She loved visiting. It was like a sport to her. And uh, she talks about uh, going and visiting um, her parents, Ray and Renee, her little sister, and her nephew. Um, that was one of the joys of life for my mom. And she talked about um, buying a pantograph for $22. And pantograph is a collection of plastic gears that you put a pin in and move the gears around in circles to make really spirally cool art pictures. Um, my mom would spend money frequently on things that weren't the adult thing to spend money on, but made life fun and interesting and worth living. And uh, yeah, sometimes she suffered uh, with extreme poverty because she, you know, would splurge and buy something silly, fun, but I think it made her life a lot more worthwhile than somebody who always does the right thing. My mom said the bills are all, will always be there, and I, I think there's some truth to that. Um, but she did pay her bills. She paid $30 to a tribal credit union or student loan. Um, she went to trade school to learn electronics to get a better life for herself, but the powers that be decided that no, you can't have a better life. You can't have the diploma you earned. And when she paid off her student loan after years and years of working minimum wage jobs, her diploma came wrapped up in the paid in full papers. Way too late to use it. And Grandma gave us a walrus tusk shaving mug. Ivory from Alaska. Not exactly a very useful thing for a 31-year-old woman and a 6-year-old girl, but, you know, it was one of those little knickknacks that bumped around the house all the time. It makes me smile to think about it. <laughs>